You're listening to Never Sleeps Network. All right, that should do it. Your internet is all set up. Thanks. But your video streaming needs to take 24 hours to update, so you won't be able to get any video in that time. Oh, no. Okay, so no YouTube or Netflix or... or... porn, yeah. Oh, okay. Because, uh... you know, people like porn. Sure, yeah. I... Some people. Right. Who live alone. Well... In basement apartments? Oh, well, hold on. I, I don't actually live alone. I live with my girlfriend. What's her name? Crystal. That's a poor name. I'm sorry? Well, the internet's all set up. Okay, all right. I, I can just check my email and stuff, like normal? Of course. Give it a try. All right, here we go. Uh, hotmail.com. Whoa, whoa. How are you spelling hotmail? Hotmail. H-O-T-M-A-I-L. Okay, weird. Not M-A-L-E? Well, no, of course not. Why is my way weird? What? I don't know. I just think it's weird you're still using hotmail. Okay, well, going to gray. This all looks great. I can go on LinkedIn, I guess. Here. Yep, but not Dink Lynn, which is porn. Okay. Uh... It's my neighbor, actually, Lynn. She gets dinked and then does a vlog. God. And the vlog is also porn. Okay, that's fine. Listen, I'll be using LinkedIn. I use it for work. Are you a porn star? Because you can't... No, I'm not. I, I, I do photography. Okay, that would be fine. Because if you have naked photos, that's not video, so... I don't have naked anything. Look, can I just pay for this? Sure, how would you like to pay? Like credit card? You sure... Yes. Well, because if you can't afford it, I'm sure we can work something out. What do you mean? Work something out, like in porn. What? Why? Like when the guy fixes the engine for the girl and she's like, how can I repay you? I only had these hot yoga Groupons. Well, what kind of porn are you watching? Groupon porn. No, okay. Uh, credit card's going to be best. Please, let's just do this. Okay, cool. Whatever. Put your chip in. Okay, here we go. Jeez. What? I mean, you're really going to jam it in there that hard? It's only 24 hours. How horny are you? I'm not horny. You're and the you one... keep mentioning porn? That's you. Listen, get the fuck out of here, man. T- take my number for tech support and sexual relief. Ugh, weirdo. Okay, time to relax. Time for some good old TV. You're watching PBS. Now stay tuned for Human Centipede 3. Good. A nice, normal documentary. Welcome to the Best Friends Podcast, episode 67, hashtag Road to 69. Yeah, we're on our way, baby. We're almost there. So 67, we're in heaven. We got our sponsor... Humber School of Comedy, right? And our network. Never Sleeps Network. And our super special guest this week, Jeff Paul, who also has a podcast on this network. Hi, Jeff. That's the weirdest opening I've ever heard on a podcast. Yeah, I know. How do you open yours? It just fades in. I say hello and welcome to another episode of The Potato (laughs) File. With that accent? That's kind of nice. It's my radio voice. Right, right. That makes sense. I'm a a broadcasting student. Well, either way, uh, we're happy to have you here. This is so funny because you're the first guest that we've ever had that is openly like sketch sucks you oh losers. yeah 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 I'm, uh, I'm not a big fan of you assholes but, but you aren't personally. too bad at it i do hate you too but we, we you, you, <laughs> you aren't too bad at it you guys just realize i do that because my wife to be is a sketch comic right oh yeah, we did know that. <laughs> I knew that personally. Yeah, I and, no your, idea. and your art form sucks. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that's, oh, yeah. That is fair. In preparation for this interview, I was like, do you have any sketches maybe from like Backlog? And you're like, no, I write jokes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <man>. Yikes. <laughs> Ew. Uh, makes sense. Well, how did you get started in comedy at all? Are you you're from the Niagara region? I'm from uh, Niagara on the Lake. It was just something that was always in the back of my head forever. And then... Uh, I was post-divorce as a young man. I think, well, it was like 28, first time I ever tried stand-up comedy. 
and I was just going to say when you first tried divorce. No, no, I was, <laughs> I was 27 when I first tried <laughs> divorce. Ooh, <laughs> when you dipped your toes yeah, in divorce yeah. for the, the first world time. 25 divorce. when I first tried marriage. Yeah. 27 <laughs> when I first tried divorce. Ooh, you know that's pretty good. That's better than any Hollywood marriage. Yeah. But it was like something I always wanted to do, and then uh, I ended up my I moved downtown Toronto, and my local bar. Uh, became McVeigh's Irish uh, Bar. Oh, yeah, McVeigh's! And I uh, used to just uh, heavily drink in there um, at least <laughs> five nights a week. Uh, just ran up a nice big credit card bill. But there was a, a, a woman in there who was a waitress. She ran a Thursday night show up there. And I was really trying to bang her because I was <laughs> <Okay>. post-divorce. <laughs> and she was a server in the bar I drank at. Um, and then she was like, I run a comedy show. And I was like, that's something I've always wanted to try. And she was like, well, I'll give you a chance. And then I went and I did uh, seven minutes. And then I banged her. So uh, <laughs> the set yeah. went okay. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> As my closer, this is what and that I'm was my do. second wife. <laughs> but then, uh, yeah, I don't, know. I don't know. I didn't. I didn't really like. I dabbled a bit here and there uh, with the comedy with uh, like sketch or, or no with stand up with stand up for okay. like. Uh, a couple of years, like I, every couple months, I would go and try and get on an open mic, but it wasn't like a regular thing. And then uh, Hunter Collins read me the riot act one night at Vapor Central. Hmm. He's like, "How you been?" I was like, "I haven't been on a stage in three months." He's like, "Well, you can't do it like that." Right. He's like, "Yeah, they have to do it or get the fuck out of everyone's way." So I made the choice to uh, do it. In all the you know shows that you've ever done, do you have any stories about bonkers shows? shows? Any crazy shows you've done? I. Uh, <clears throat> I had a nice gig lined up uh, a couple Christmases ago. My uh, my agent was like, "Oh, you're gonna like this one." It's uh, I I had to roast somebody. Oh yeah. Me and Bebnik were going to roast somebody, um, and it was gonna be it was a nice paycheck. Mm -hmm. It was great. And the, like two weeks before uh, Christmas, I was very excited. And then uh, the people that were booking the show were like, "No, we only can afford one comedian." So the gig went to Bebenick. Yeah. Okay. And um, to make up for it, this gig was, I think, it was <laughs> to make up for it. Oh man! No, already. Yeah, this gig. <laughs> um, it was seven hundred dollars, and it was an hour away. And I was like, "That's a nice, That's easy nuts, fucking yeah. night." Okay. And I was very excited about this, and then that got uh, canceled. And the only thing, <laughs> Jesus, the only thing, it was two weeks before Christmas too. Yeah. I was like, "Well, the only thing I can replace it with." He gave me a gig in Sarnia, oh, which is four hours away. Oh, yeah. For four hundred dollars. <laughs> oh man. And it was uh, the Christmas party for a <laughs> Christian. Retirement, like old folks home support staff. Oh my So it was wow. the support staff of a Christian old folks home. <clears throat> um, they moved a pool table out of the way. I stood under the pool light. Who <laughs> <laughs> um, moved this pool table? Of seniors? I got, well, I got the, the bar had moved okay, it. It was like the shitty bar. Yeah. Like it was, it was awful. They didn't, and this was like three years ago. Um, and I was still like, I still didn't have the second gear where I could be like, oh, I can clean this up and right. like play to these people. I was just a filthy fucking very green comic. <laughs> well, hang and, on, hang on. Do you remember what the bar was called? Yeah, wait. It was oh. in Sarnia. It was in a oh, it was in oh. a strip mall. Oh, oh, or something? Was it a big? It was like in a plaza, and then there was like a big like, oh. bunch of department stores across the street. Yeah, yeah I think we know this place. This yeah, place, so yeah. are you guys from that area? No, so, no, no. We've been up there for some shows. Man, oh, yeah, the barman. Yeah. Um, so I don't, they didn't like me from the start <laughs> and I'm like, I'm trying to talk. I was like, I'll just do crowd work and trying and they didn't want to talk. There was a, one table that loved me and they sat 
to the side, like on the other side of the bar. And I'm like, you guys are the only ones laughing. Just please move Can't up. You just move, yeah. <laughs> and they wouldn't do it. And then uh, I remember at one point I had my stopwatch going on my phone and I showed it to them. And I had to do a 45 minute set. I was at 28 minutes. Oh. And I showed them, I go, guys, this is 28 minutes. I go, I'm up here until it says 45 minutes. And then I go, you're never going to see me again after this. <laughs> and I explain my exit. I go, I'm going to walk over to that chair right there. I'm going to get my coat off that chair. I'm going to walk out that door. <laughs> I pointed out my car in the parking lot. I go, that's my car in the parking lot. I'm going to get in that car. I'm going to drive out of Sarnia. And none of you will ever see me again. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, it was. Uh, and then the, the biggest laugh was, uh, I have a joke about... Um, on my uh, first anniversary without my wife, I was uh, wearing her wedding dress and running the car in the garage. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like how I say it, I go, I was, uh, I go, it was my first anniversary with my wife and I was wearing her wedding dress and then I pause so people can laugh and then I say, and I was running the car in the garage and then I was wearing her wedding dress and this guy just yelled out, how big was she? <laughs> oh my God. Oh my God. <laughs> Hey, Mark, have you heard of this Humber College comedy writing and performance program? Yeah, man, that's where I met you. Oh, yeah. Have a good time? Oh, yeah, I had a great time. I improved a ton as a comedian, too. Explain. Well, for example, here's a joke I used to do before I did the program, right? <clears throat> How many tickles does it take to make an octopus laugh? How many? <laughs> Ten tickles. <laughs> Yeah. Yikes, yeah, I hate but, that. I know, yeah. But, but, check it out after I went to Humber. <clears throat> How many tickles does it take to make an octopus laugh? How many? Tentacles. <laughs> wow, well, see? I love that. Yeah. Humber School of Comedy. We teach funny people how to be funnier. Um, now we're going to move on. We have another. We have our segment that's sponsored by Humber School of Comedy. Mm -hmm. You're one sponsored? Uh, you got to keep mentioning them? Yeah, we have yeah, to. Yeah, I know. Guys, you have no idea how much we need this sponsor. <laughs> yeah. You have no clue. Anyone else sponsors please, us? Please. Anyone else? Tip Top Tailors? Come yeah, on. Yeah, we keep mentioning <laughs> We try to get Tip Top Tailors. I can see the sign from here. I also bought a suit from you like a week ago. You could, at least you could do. A couple of weeks Didn't ago. Didn't you leave that suit in the down. park? Oh, where is that? <laughs> <laughs> gotta I gotta go. go. Gotta go wrestle out um, on the homeless yeah. man. So our our, our right. sponsor, uh, sorry, our, our sponsored uh, segment segment is, is called "What's Your, your Dumbest, Dumbest Sketch." So you were saying you wrote you, some sketch in college. On. You wrote sketch. Yeah, I, cool. I, uh, yeah, we did a bunch of sketch in college. Wrote one. Uh, it was during the Afghanistan war. I'm an old guy. I was in college back in. Uh, this is like 2003. But yeah, it was a it was a an Afghani convenience store, and it was like, it was very racist. Uh, looking back <laughs> on it now, oh, <laughs> and it was like, uh, yeah, a reporter reporting uh, or like uh, interviewing a uh, convenience store clerk in uh, in um, Afghanistan, and we had like um, we had a we photoshopped up a Uncle Ben's box and had Bin Laden on it. <laughs> And Whoa. it was called Uncle Bin's Instant Anthrax. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, you should be so much more embarrassed, I hate to tell you, man, about uh, you uh, You were a frequenter of phone sex, I heard. Yeah, we there's uh, a rumor going around. They have phone sex all the time. You guys don't have phone sex? No. No, I, no one has no, phone I, sex. No, who, no. who has phone sex anymore? Buddy, I grew up in a different time. I'm older than you guys. That's how we got off when we were kids. But you. But I, now there's you don't yeah, have you to. There's so many other services. Well, yeah, but it's fun. I record them. I get to listen back to them. I'm it's sorry, you record them? them? <laughs> yeah. yeah, you guys. Oh, well, you don't do it. So you don't, yeah, you record it. You listen back. You, well, buddy, if I'm calling up a phone sex line and yeah. i'm paying 20 bucks to jerk off i'm recording that and i'm gonna use that recording <laughs> at least eight more times oh jesus but you guys want to hear it yeah, yeah i mean I yes absolutely i do hey, here it is right. right in my phone 
God, I'm horny. Uh, hi. You've reached Jizz Gabbers, the phone sex hotline for all your phallic fantasies and cock talk. Please listen to our options. All right, let's see what they got for old Jeff's wank session here. To speak with a young twink, press one. For a mature man, press two. For a comatose man on death's door who defecates in a diaper and can barely mumble your name, press three. Jesus. I'll take the mature man. You've selected option two, mature man. Now, select your phone sex operator's personality. For a slack-jawed cum basket who won't ask questions and just swallow it all, press four. Seems a little crass. For a dignified gentleman who's handy with his mouth, press five. For a man who needs 45 minutes of preamble about the geopolitical ramifications of the Middle Eastern refugee crisis, press six. Good lord, I just want some normal phone sex. You've selected option five. Stay tuned for your refined, mature, jizz gabber operator. All right, this should be so fucking hot. Welcome to jizz gabbers. I'm your phone sex operator, Sir David Attenborough. Wow, David Attenborough? Aren't you the narrator of all those nature documentaries like BBC's Planet Earth? Yes, and I'm also the narrator of Planet Girth, featuring BBC's. Really, huh? All right, BBC's, as in big black... Cocks! BBC's, right. Um, okay. I'm gonna be straight with you. It isn't easy to get aroused when you're so starstruck. But hey, a celebrity phone sex operator is pretty cool. Let's do this. All right, um, I'm taking off your shirt. As the juvenile homo sapiens disrobes me, blood rushes to the extremities of my every appendage, revealing a surprisingly taut and resplendent body for that of an eight-year-old British man. Are those infected rattlesnake bites? No, those are my nipples, rock hard, and purplish yellow. Purplish yellow? Though not serving any biological purpose, they send your libido rocketing through the troposphere to soar alongside the peregrine falcon. Yeah, I don't know, man. Those nipples uh, aren't really doing it for me. I jam my gritty hands, liver-spotted like that of the majestic jaguar, down the front of your spandex tights. Spandex tights? I'm wearing cargo I grasp shorts. your half-flaccid flesh gourd and find myself wondering if, perchance, this is the trademark nose of an elephant seal or even the proboscis of a lowland mandrill. Don't compare my dick to a monkey nose, man. One thing's for sure, we are about to witness this man drill you, for my now fully erect chubby cremini swells to the size of 14 aardvark toes. Is that good? How big is an aardvark toe? An erection so engorged, it can be seen from space. Holy cannoli, that was riveting. By far one of the most off-putting sexual experiences I've ever been privy to and completely ineffective. But your prose is unparalleled, sir. Next, I conjure saliva from my mandibles. Oh, there's more? Sure. As the common honeybee does. Where is that music coming from? I foam it around the ridges of your resplendent bunghole as you ignore the fungus that is absolutely thriving on my scalp. Your anus quivers with zesty anticipation, reminiscent of the reticulated brush sparrow's cloaca. Truly a resplendent anus. That's honestly a huge compliment coming from you, Mr. Attenborough. Look, it was nice talking to you, but I don't think... Now, we must remain quiet so as not to startle the prey. Prey? As I enter you from behind, 
spelunking about the colonic caves, as it were, pushing your digested fecal matter deeper inside you like a dutiful, sweaty dung beetle with zombie hair. A beetle that has developed prehensile arms with which to give you the elusive reach around. With each resplendent thrust, I David Attenborough deeper into Mount Butcula. Attenborough is pretty good. Mount Butcula, not so much. And you emit the mating call of the resplendent, reticulated emerald bird of paradise. How many reticulated species are there? Cuckoo cacala. Cuckoo cacala. As I withdraw to climax, your gaping stink sandwich stares back at me with the expressionless gaze of the great white shark. Dark, remorseless, resplendent. Again with the resplendent asshole? A gaper so wide, it can be seen from space. I mean, I'm as proud of the diameter of my gaper as the next guy, but it seems like you're exaggerating. With the striking coordination of a fruit bat, the manual dexterity of a city raccoon, and the putrid stench of a fruit bat, I wank you off into my mouth to completion with my creaming criminy pointed at the bed, unleashing resplendent simultaneous streams of oniony jism so massive they can be seen. From space? From space! This congealing spunk lake mirrors the expanse of 3,000 caribou hymen. How do you even know how wide a single caribou hymen is? It will cost a pretty penny for even the most skilled dry cleaner to remove such caked stains from the bedspread. Look, I'm only on the line just to see how you're gonna end. As I open my mouth to warn you that the most imminent threat to the planet is the continuous proliferation of man, cum dribbles from my lips the same cum responsible for overpopulation. What we've done here, all the ass-gaping and vivacious rusty tromboning... Whoa, you never rusty tromboned me. I did, I just didn't say it out loud. It was all truly a gift to the Earth. And for this, I bid you good night. Fucking right, they didn't even take my credit card number. Might as well try that comatose cum basket. Oh, oh man! Oh Jesus! Wow! So that's your that's your phone text. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm yeah. hard listening back to that. <laughs> okay. Well, you know I'm not gonna lie. We I think we all are. Yeah. All right, all David right. Attenborough has a lovely voice. <laughs> he sure does. So that was uh, that's actually a sketch Hunter Collins wrote for his um, his album Nincom Toop. Nincom Toop. Mm-hmm. The second uh, the the follow up album to Nincom Poop, Poop, which so you can download on iTunes. I'm so um, excited for Nincom Threep when that when that happens. God damn it! That's gonna be the Threep. Threep. Is it Threep or is it gonna be? Peas. He's gonna blow our minds. With <laughs> whatever, anyway. hilarious all the time. But anyways, check that album out on iTunes and wherever else you can buy. I'm sure everywhere. Mm-hmm. For now, uh, we're gonna do our own red hot segment that has no no sponsor at all. Tip so Dot Taylor, sponsor us, Tip Dot Taylors. This set segment sponsored by the Potato Files. Oh, oh thanks, Never man. Sleeps Network. All right, so Never Sleeps Network's paying for this one. Oh, sweet. thank God. Okay, it's <laughs> about it's time we get time. those dipshits. Jesus <laughs> Christ. Anyways, uh, so this is a little segment called. Potato, potato. Oh, how potato. how nice that I sponsored this. Yeah, man. Yes, it is. That's why you sponsored it. You forced us to make the. the, the <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I need four potatoes themed segments, <laughs> or I'm not doing the podcast. <laughs> Direct quote. Yeah. <laughs> All right. All what? Right. Uh, why are you called the human potato or whatever? What is all this? Um, yeah. Where's that come from? Uh, Pew like... started calling me potato. 
just uh rob Pugh. yeah yeah. i think it was uh he's a he's a i reminded him of a guy he knew out west with the nickname potato okay so he started calling me that and then hunter tacked on the human potato Uh. comedy Okay, well, that's yeah. cool, because you like the darkness and you're a vegetable. <laughs> I guess, hey, hey, there you go. There it is. I have many eyes, too. <laughs> Do potatoes have eyes? Oh. Yeah, Do don't you know what a potato you know eye what those is? Are called? Yeah, those, those little, little dents. Yeah, oh, yeah. cool, I didn't know that. Man, you're going to crush this potato uh, trivia that I got. So, we that's got some this potato is. trivia. Uh, I, don't know, I don't know the questions, because I you don't know any work. Yeah, yeah, right. Is the answer um, Stompin' Tom Connors? Ah, uh, fuck. Well, that's the answer. Every single question. Yeah. Um, well, this is, I learned a lot about potatoes. I'm happy about this. Uh, question number one Where were potatoes first grown? Ireland. Um, <laughs> I just guessed. Ireland. <laughs> yeah, I went The no answer idea. is South America. Whoa, America. South America? The Incas in Peru. The hell do they think they're doing? Prince Edward Island. Yeah. <laughs> first of all, what? Sorry, the where? So the Inca, you know, like Inca high priest, yeah, Inca, I guess. Yeah. Maybe not the high priest, but some Inca people. The Inca high priest himself. <laughs> in Peru. Uh, first ones first to farm them. To cultivate them, to I guess. To cultivate them. So where did they grow first? Wild. Uh, shut up. <laughs> I, don't <know. laughs> I don't know, man. Oh my god, well, you shut me up. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, um, that's a good point. Where was the first one like found? Someone was yeah. like, Yo, check this out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. It, why would you even ever think to cook it because they taste awful, not cooked? So, like, how, how like, they throw that in some boiling like, water for crazy, <laughs> right? I'm sure so, maybe someone found one in like a, uh, a hot springs or something and they and, like, stepped BC. on it accidentally and they're yeah. like, What is this? Like, it was already. Mashed yeah, yeah, yeah. The first mashed potatoes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. All right. All right. The first ever next? potato was a mashed one. Uh, how about this? Are potatoes alive when you eat them? Yes, they must be. I feel like, first of all, are potatoes are ever alive. Are we like? I no, guess. potatoes are always alive. You can plant a potato. That's right. It's a seed, and it'll grow potato. That's its own. It's like potatoes. Have you not seen seed. the Martian? He lived off potatoes for like an entire year when they had to come rescue him. That's Is right. That love the Martian. The Martian. Yeah, grew potatoes in his own shit. Remember when Matt Damon went to Mars? That was that's a true story. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that documentary. I'm, I'm glad they got him back. Uh, yeah, the Martian. You know, me too. He's what great. was the other one the, where they go to Mars and they end up in that face? <laughs> Remember the face on Mars? What the uh, fuck what are movie you is that? talking Mission about? Mission to Mars? Uh, that movie was trash. Anyway. Gary uh, Sinise, Mission to Mars? And as long as yeah. short, they lived off potatoes. Don Cheadle as well. Yeah, Don Cheadle's in it. There we go. And he lives off potatoes the as well. The Cheats is in it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> the Cheats. <laughs> you feel like that? Yeah. Uh, the correct answer is yes. Uh, they are alive when you eat them, and it could still sprout like buds and stuff. So yeah, I guess maybe you're right that they're oh, like so always still one sprouting inside. <laughs> buds, bro. You got a potato in the oven? <laughs> Making a baked potato over there? <laughs> All right. Uh, what, what else we got? Here? Uh, is a sweet potato actually a potato? No, no it's, it's not. A yam, it's a yam. It? Yeah. So uh, what the hell's a yam then? Like, so I guess a yam is just a different vegetable, I suppose. Yeah. Yo, yeah, uh, a yam is a swollen root. Of the Morning Glory family. Sick. <laughs> I have no idea. Nice. Uh, whose joke it is? Like an old Canadian comic had a joke about uh, if you ever looked up potato in the dictionary, uh, the definition is a fernacious tuber. <laughs> yeah. So if you didn't know what potato meant. <laughs> 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 oh, a tuber. Uh, but yeah, so that's a podcast, man. Did you yeah. That's time? it? Yeah, yeah man, it, man, you did great. All right, we had a <laughs> good did time. Do great. August twenty eighth is when this episode comes out. Do you have any plugaronies? August twenty eighth, your wedding. I, um, you can plug that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we're all going. I'll be uh, <laughs> leaving the next day for my. Actually, August twenty eighth will be um, my bachelor party at Dope and Mike Comedy. Wow, yeah. that's a 
Tuesday night? Then? It's a Wednesday night. Is August that... 28th is a Tuesday Oh, night. then Thanks. the Shit. next night. Uh-oh. Yeah, okay, okay. The 29th. 29th. Sick. And then you leave. Every single Wednesday. I'll just plug that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come yeah. down sure. to the Underground Comedy Club for Dope and Mike Comedy. It's um, always a bachelor party. <laughs> it's always a bachelor party. <laughs> now we're going to do a little bachelor party and, uh, have, you know, maybe we'll bring a, maybe bring a burlesque dancer in there. Have a good time. Hey, give him a show. <laughs> All right. Uh, maybe thing. Horwood's ex-girlfriend. <laughs> Brian Horwood used to date a burlesque person? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's get uh, Brian Horwood in there to burlesque dance. <laughs> yeah, why don't we just get Horwood to do it? That'd be great. He would. Yeah. He would. Oh, yeah. man. Guy likes to shake his shit. That's what I like to hear. Uh, I'll, I'll give Horwood's restaurant a plug if you don't mind. You guys been up do. to Green Canoe? Oh, we I have there, out yeah. in Lee Side. Give it a taste, man. I've been a couple times. Nice little breakfast spot. All right, cool. It's mm-hmm. like green because it's everything's made out of weed. Um, no, it was oh. uh, nothing's ripe. He had a yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he had a green canoe when he was a kid, and it's like cut in half and mounted uh, up on the wall. Oh, that's okay, actually pretty cool. Okay. Too. Yeah, 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 yeah. Cut in half. Oh, poor thing doesn't float anymore. Well, he had to give <laughs> well, half of course, to his, <laughs> his siblings. <laughs> All right, okay. of course it didn't float. Doesn't float anymore. He grew up in. Uh, it. I <laughs> <laughs> he grew up in it. By the way. <laughs> well, I've grown up in a canoe. <laughs> yeah, like, uh, every every uh, spring he gets in it. The thing. Got a little low, <laughs> and eventually just sank. Yeah, he's one of those babies that got like released into the river. Right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, we got nothing to plug because we suck. But uh, check us out here every single week on yeah. uh, Never, Never Sleeps Sleep Network. Network. Every Thanks Tuesday. so much and to you our. Can grab sponsor. me on the Potato Files oh, yeah. on the same network. Sweet. Mm-hmm. And what day is your podcast? Coming we do every, uh, other... every other Monday. Right on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're, we're 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 slackers over here. We uh, I would have loved come in every other, every other week. One. Yeah, that would have been great. Fuck, why didn't we do that? that damn <laughs> we're idiots. Release me from this. Yeah. <laughs> well, hashtag road to sixty nine though. And, yeah, uh, we're almost there. Right, we're almost road there. to sixty nine. Can't luck. wait. Are you good boys gonna sixty nine each other? Yeah. Yeah. The, the episode station? is gonna be one hour of me and Mark sixty nine oh, just the noise. Oh, yeah, oh, just oh, the noise. Oh, yeah. uh, and I don't care how many times you come. I'm I'm at one hour. Jesus. Uh, sixty nine minutes. Sixty nine yeah. minutes. Yeah. Okay. Totally. An hour oh, and nice. nine minutes. That was yeah. our crappy. Uh, uh, producer uh, who likes to be shot on. <laughs> <laughs> that was my very good, fine producer, Alex Ross, everyone. Yeah. Produces the Potato Files here on Never Sleeps. And the Best Friends Podcast. And thank you to our sponsor, Humber School of Comedy. And of course. Once again. And, and uh, check us out every single week. Uh, oh, yeah. Wait, no, I need to fucking plug. What's the hell oh, yeah. ending? I totally forgot. Okay, yeah. Uh, this episode is actually ending with not sketch, which is a breath of fresh air for everybody yeah, that hates finally. sketch comedy. <laughs> Um, All the people listening to our podcast that hate sketch comedy are going to finally get some real art form in here. Someone just disgruntledly listening every week. Oh, I can't fucking yeah. wait until there's no sketch. <laughs> We're going to end this off with a snippet from uh, Jeff's uh, at Yucks, like a, like a, just a tape that you have. Yeah, right? my, uh, my, my, my tape I send around to all those big... Big studio producers. Ah, sweet. Still yeah. waiting on some callbacks. Well, now all the sketch people can hear it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Accordingly. Yeah, they can see what a real comedy art form. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe you'll get to host a sketch show someday. One day. I hosted your show For, last year. Yeah, you did. Right, and it sucked. I'm sorry. What's the best part There's about no uh, the best part about uh, hosting a sketch show is um, you don't get paid, and uh, I, that's I, it. I found I found that out at the show. <laughs> you beers hey, I offered to buy you a beer, and you said yes. <laughs> uh, uh, anyway, check us out every single week. Uh, enjoy this uh, clip. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. I got a, I got a nice pretty girl at home, guys. She's uh, she's tied up in the basement. We're taking this stuff. <laughs> she's going to learn to love me.
picked up the old-fashioned way, roofies. It's, uh... Do you guys know how hard it is to pick up a girl when half your wardrobe came free in a case of beer? Realize <laughs> the feat you accomplished? Anyone else enjoying Moosehead Summerline? They're all up this year. T-shirts for days, man. T-shirts are the key to longevity in this relationship. I'm, uh, I'm leaving my T-shirt on throughout the entire thing. She's never gonna see what's going on under here. I'm gonna be like the fat kid at the swimming pool because we don't know you're fat under that shirt, sir. That's a fantastic disguise you can come up with. I got nothing pretty under here. I'll tell you that. Man. I got hair and stretch marks. I'm about 20 pounds away from being able to lick my own nipple, so that's going to be my best. Ah! So close. Just got to make sure that's not 20 pounds of neck fat. That might all amount to Chubby chaser. Do we have any chubby chasers in the house? No, we never do. Thank you very much. My friend likes this, but she told me the other day she said she wants a little rough in the bedroom. You can't have both. It's not really something I can give you, you know? I got like five good pumps, and then it's, uh, it's time she can get on top. It's not rough sex, guys. I'm lying, all right? It's, it's nice sex. We love each other. We hold each other. We look each other in the eye. It's the gayest sex I've ever had with a woman in my life. 90% of our sex is her trying really hard to orgasm while I try really hard not to. Unless I'm drunk, then it's 100%. Let's get fatty off. It's good. Oh. It's going good, though, guys. I managed to finish a box of condoms this year, which uh, I was finding a big deal to win that race between date of purchase and date of expiry. Pat yourself on the back for those small victories. I was with a woman seven years. I forgot how confusing that condom buying process could be. It's in that aisle down shoppers that are like ribbed and lubed and flavored. I don't know who's tasting these things, but you're weird, all right? If your girlfriend makes you put on a condom for oral sex, she is a hooker. I guarantee you. Trust me on that one. One thing I haven't changed about condoms in seven years, they're all still too big for me. So that's, that's great. Buy all my condoms in Chinatown now. Oh, if any of you think that's a size joke, you're racist, alright? Because that is a deal joke. Everything's on sale in Chinatown. Condoms you want down there? Got your True Johns, your Dorex, your magnets. I'm not kidding, I'm not feeling that magnet. Oh, I'm 
going to leave you guys with one little question. I always kick around in my brain after smoking a joint. Uh, who's picking up seeing iDog's shit? Never Sleeps Network. This has been a Never Sleeps Network production, executive produced by Alex Ross. For more information and content, visit NeverSleepsNetwork.com. Hey, you got Morgan from Vesta Friends. Yeah, Mark from Vesta Friends. And thanks so much for listening to the Vesta Friends podcast every Tuesday on Never Sleeps Network. Yeah, in fact, did you know that Never Sleeps Network features other amazing podcasts created right here in Toronto? Is that right, Mark? It totally is, Morgan. Like what? Like our great buddy, Jeff Paul. Ah, the human potato himself, the potato files. You can also listen to that on Never Sleeps Network as well. I think I might do that right now. Let's do it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.